0: This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We'll uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. I'm so excited to have Shannon Ford with us today. Shannon is the wife of Thomas Ford, head football coach for Simon Fraser University. Thank you so much for being with us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. I feel honored. Okay. So we have to talk about your location. Where are you right now? So we are in, believe it or not, Canada. Hey, hey.
1: And we love it.
0: (laughs) Simon Fraser is the only NCAA institution in Canada. It's Division II. Okay, so I'm a person of research. I love, if you give me a topic or just something i come up across that I just didn't know anything about, I just go crazy reading about it. So preparing for your interview, I went, okay, where exactly and how many students? So check this out, you already know this, but for the rest of my listeners who don't know where Simon Fraser and all about it, check this out. The enrollment is right at 35,000 students. Now I'm gonna put that in perspective for us. It's larger than the University of Tennessee, Auburn, LSU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That's still larger if you took the enrollment of Duke and North Carolina and combined them. Isn't that amazing? So I'm guessing when Coach Ford was interviewing or going through the process, hey, I'm thinking about moving to Canada. What do you think? I mean, did you see the campus and all of a sudden go, wow, this is is big time. Were you excited?
1: very excited. I mean, you know, when we crossed the border, and we came up to the school. The school is very really impulsive. I mean, it's up on a mountain, um, you know, looking over the hillside of the city. It's gorgeous. It was snowing at the time, so it was covered in snow. You know, it, it just took your breath away, and it's just, it's just amazing to be here. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful area. It has everything that you could possibly need, and when you say it's the only NCAA institution in Canada, it's the only international. NCAA school anyway, internationally. So it, it's a pretty big deal for a division too.
0: The city's name is Burnaby?
1: Yeah, Burnaby. We just recently moved out a little bit further. So the actual university is in a city called Burnaby. The university is up on a hillside mountain, actually. Um, but we just moved a little bit outside in a city called Coquitlam, so not too far away from the university.
0: And that's in British Columbia, right? Yes, it is okay is that the metro area of vancouver it is yeah it's just right outside so we're not too far from vancouver okay another perspective for you because i just went crazy researching all this i was like okay how big is vancouver okay apparently i needed some more geography growing up because (laughs) i got way into this (laughs) but okay so vancouver for the rest of us who uh, who don't remember uh it's about the size of denver baltimore pittsburgh something in that range so when you were thinking about relocating the area you're thinking hey they're going to have everything I need there. Do you have your Starbucks, your Target, and all that? Or do you have versions of that?
1: Absolutely. So those are here, but we don't have Target. So that's the only thing I do miss because I do miss browsing at Target. Who wouldn't, right?
0: Right. Um,
1: but they do have their they do have their own local things to kind of get to know and love. Like their uh, version of Starbucks is Tim Hortons. Um, So I've come to love that, and I I guess I have to say it out loud, but I kind of like it better than Starbucks. Wow. It's grown on me. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Your day looks pretty much the same as it would living in the United States, right?
1: Yeah, you know, and at times, I mean, you kind of feel like, you know, you you are in the States. I mean, it's about a three-hour drive from where we moved um, before in Washington. So I mean, at times, you kind of feel like climate-wise and you know, multicultured wise, it kind of feels like that area as well. What do you think is your favorite part about living there? I would say the favorite part about living here is just that you can go on adventures and you can have bucket list items within 45 minutes of your house, 30 minutes of your house. You know, it's just gorgeous. It's very multi here. You know, I, I feel like my children are going to grow up, you know, learning French and just learning uh, different things and getting to see, see different sides of different cultures and, and different countries. Okay, so where did you grow up? Well, that's a funny question. Everybody always asks me that, and I have to kind of put in perspective kind of my childhood. But um, I'm a military kid, so we moved around about, it was about every two years growing up. I hopped around. um, We, you know, my parents lived in Germany um, whenever I graduated from high school, and I stayed behind and finished my um, college degree. So we were just hopping around in the States about every two years and um, spent the majority of my time I would say if anybody asks, where did you grow up the most? It's um, in Oklahoma. That's where I went to high school and where I went to college.
0: Wow. And then uh, where did you go to college?
1: So I went to Cameron University. It's a division two there in uh, Lawton, Oklahoma. Did
0: you ever see yourself as a coach's wife one day?
1: I've always loved sports. I've always been around sports, played them. I had two brothers, no sisters. So of course, sports is a big, big thing in my family growing up as well. So um, I always Knew I'd be around it somehow. And I honestly um, almost thought about myself coaching a little bit on the side as well. Um, but you know, I knew I'd be around it. I didn't know if I'd marry a coach, but um, you know, here I am. And how did you meet Thomas Ford? <laughs> we should say it's cliche, but um, after I graduated college, I took a job up in Alaska. I'm very adventurous in spirit. So I moved up there, didn't really know anyone, um, took a job, and then um, I had been a cheerleader in college. And so they brought the arena football league up there, started a league, um, and then started the team called Alaska wild. So I decided to try out so I could meet some friends, my own age. And so I made the team and, um, Thomas happened to be an arena football player for that team. So that's how we met and kind of just kicked it off from there.
0: Wow. And you guys eventually got married. We're all, tell me the stops that you've made uh, leading you to Canada right now.
1: So I was living in Alaska and then um, he decided after a couple of years there that, you know, he was going to start pursuing his career as a, as a football coach. Um, seriously. So he decided to stop playing um, and spend full time, just concentrate on coaching. And he was doing off season of arena football um, coaching at Linfield College, where he actually went to school and played football. And so um, he asked me, hey, will you move down there? So it took me a while um, to move down, but I did. So we we were in at Linfield's College, so that's in Oregon. And then um, he got a position in Southeastern Oklahoma State. So we moved down there. And then we came back into Washington at Puget Sound University. And then our daughter was born, and he decided to make a move to um, high school football, just to have a little bit more time um, to be at home for a little while since she was little and new, Um, so then he was the head football coach at uh, stadium high school in Tacoma, Washington. And then, um, shortly after our son was born, he decided, um, you know, college is his calling. And so here we are.
0: Wow. You have two absolutely gorgeous children. I get to see their life on social media. Just love it. So catch me up on their (laughs) names and their ages.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Zoe, she is five. She has just like an old soul. She's a joy to be around. She truly makes you like take life in like the little moments and just like want to just soak everything in. Um, she's just a joy. Kingston, he just turned two. He is a spitfire. Let me tell you, he has anything to do with sports. <laughs> he keeps me busy. He, he, it seems like he's never tired. Um, so I definitely think he's going to be my, my athletic sporty man. So um, but he doesn't. I don't. I don't know if there's anything he loves much more than his sister either. So he really loves his sister a lot.
0: Now, you as a family, I feel like coaches' families are really, really close because the vision I think is very clear as your mission and your goals as a family. And right now, you're definitely on a mission there. A tremendous challenge there at SFU. Um, it's only their sixth year to be in the NCAA prior to take over in that program. Uh, they have finished, they had won a game in over three seasons. So you're in the process of building this and turning it around and just making it something that's very, very special. When you look at that broad picture, what makes you believe that Coach Ford is the perfect man for this job? Ever since I've met him, I've never
1: seen anyone that truly loves what they do the way that he does. I mean, his heart is in this. And I've seen him turn programs around in the past. And you know, for him it's about rebuilding and creating a culture and not only with the students and, and the players but with the university so here at Simon Fraser, you know they just recently signed on with Nike for the entire athletics um, and he helped heed that and then as well as you know they're building they're building on with the stadium and and truly trying to uh, create a culture here uh, for football and I just feel like uh, he works to build relationships, you know, with the players, with the community as a whole. Um, and he truly cares about the players, not only when they are his players, but, you know, after they're his players.
0: And we have a ton of respect for you guys. We were on the same staff together at Southeastern Oklahoma State University. Yeah. It feels like a long time ago, but it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <I> know. We <laughs> sure do miss you guys, though. I know. Now, what do you think has been kind of the toughest adversity you guys have faced as a couple? And what do you rely on to get through those tough moments?
1: So, you know, I think there's there's been, um, you know, a couple stand out. I mean, obviously through um, coaching life, you know, there's times that aren't aren't easy either. I think one of the hardest times for me was um, maybe when Kingston was born, you know, he was born right during spring ball. um, And so it was kind of like he was born at Literally at ten thirty, and my husband left maybe an hour later to go, you know, the spring ball practice. So I think that at those times, you know, when things like that happens, you just have to, you know, just remember what, you know, the end goal is, and you know, you just you just have to remember that, you know, this is this is a family thing too. I would say too, you know, I mean, anytime you move, you know, you're there. Just like recently when we moved from Washington, we, you know, I was my husband started his job, he literally accepted and started his job, and I was there to sell the house and move the kids and, you know, everything. So I'm sure you, you can relate to that as well.
0: It is. It's a lot to take on. And, and the husband's leave so quickly. You, even your family's like, wait, it's tomorrow. He's leaving tomorrow. Didn't he get the job two days ago? And they expect it to be kind of a normal turnaround time with what people um, do when they get jobs. But all of a sudden you're there and you're just, you're making all the financial decisions. You're making every type of decision, at family and Uh, with your kids and then you're also from a distance googling and researching where you're going to put them as far as schools or you know a daycare or something like that it's a lot to transition to and then you had most recently the transition of international was it a difficult transition to get everyone your family relocated to to a different country
1: there's a lot of different things that you might have to consider relocating to another country and you know, like I said, at times you kind of forget that, you know, oh, we, well, we are in Canada. We're not just in Washington because climate-wise and, you know, everything, It sometimes it seems the same, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of things to consider. I mean, there's different taxes we have to think about. Um, you know, my children, um, when they go to school, they won't be learning U.S. history. I'll have to make sure that, you know, they're learning that through me and, um, you know, just different things. The, the alphabet is the simplest of things. You know, Z is not Z here. It's dead. So there's just you know, certain things that, you know, they'll have to adjust to that I think is just only
0: going to make them more well-rounded as well growing up. Oh, it does. And it absolutely helps. And a lot of things that you have experienced, I was really interested in talking to you because when I was on the same staff as you, you were a very uh, successful corporate America businesswoman, highly successful. I remember you flying all over the country. Uh, What did you do? What was your specific job? Oh, thanks so much. Well, yeah, I
1: worked really hard. Um, you know, I've always kind of been, you know, a goal oriented person and, and I've worked since I was 16. So, um, you know, I was in the medical sales industry and I worked for a company called Medline Industries and I sold operating room supplies. So we did instrumentations and, you know, scopes and everything that is in an operating room down to, you know, the surgical gloves, the masks, the gowns. Um, so, it was a very uh, rewarding career, um, very demanding as well. Uh, but I, I did enjoy it. And I was in that career for about eight, or almost nine years. So,
0: what made you have to walk away or what, what made you make that decision?
1: So, you know, a lot of people ask me that. And some of my friends are like, oh, you're going to walk away from that career. And I'd say, that's a great career. And, you know, you're going to walk away from that. But I mean, you know, I, I think there's one thing to be said that, you know, as I get older, I. I it just starts to, to fill my heart more is that, you know, they're not going to be this young forever. Kristen, my kids are, they're growing up very fast and soaking up these times with them is more important than things for me right now. And I feel like that at this point in my life, um, you know, I, I, I tried to plan out the way that I wanted, you know, a family. And I set up my career first and so that I could, if this came along, I could make that decision. And You know, it's not cupcakes and rainbows every day to stay at home, but I'm glad that I made the decision. I don't get this time back with my children, and I have my resume to always go back to.
0: Have you had those emotional days? I know that a lot of wives face this. Either they make the decision to go, hey, it's time to spend more time with the children and make sure they, or they have to leave jobs that they'd worked so hard to get and passionate about, but they have to go to a different city with their husband. They walk away from that. And there can be some emotional stress with that. I know I experienced that. It was ridiculously hard to leave on air anchoring multiple times that I did. Have you had those moments where you're like, yes, I know I'm doing the right thing, but this is hard. It's hard to stay at home. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it, it is
1: difficult and, you know, being on that end and working full time and, and, I worked, um, you know, when my, when my firstborn Zoe was little too, up until Kingston was born, I was working full-time. So I think I've kind of had both sides of that where, you know, you have the mommy guilt when you're working and then when you're not working, you kind of miss work here and there. But I think for me too, you know, it's just, I try not to make my career, what it's not my identity, you know? So I just feel like I, I try to make sure that I'm immersed in the community and, and we're, we're taking adventures and, um, you know, we're not just kind of, stuck in the house and stuck in a rut, just make sure that they're on a schedule as well. That really does help me in some of those down days where I kind of, you know,
0: am wanting that um, interaction as well. Coach Ford has a tremendous task at hand right now. He's probably pulled in a lot of directions. What are some things that you try to do that you believe has helped him be successful to this point and that what you're going to believe that helps him in the future?
1: So, you know, we have a lot of things that we try to stick to um, as a family, and we just try, really try to make sure that our family dynamic stays close. And I mean, as you know, I mean, with the times of of the season and just the recruiting and everything that comes along with it in college ball, there really is no downtime. So for us, it's just making sure that we're present in every moment that we possibly can be. And with me being at home, I feel like that gives us the opportunity to be more present. We can be up at the football field during practice, and my kids are literally running around on the sidelines growing up and having snacks, sitting, sitting on the sidelines, having players, you know, pick them up and... You know, hold them on the sidelines. They're they're a part of what we're building here, and that's important to me. And we're a part of it every day. Um, I feel like that. We also, you know, we try to have family nights, and I'm sure you guys probably do this as well. But during season, we have a Thursday where he gets home relatively early because they have early morning practice on Thursday. So we decide to do, you know, family movie and pizza night. So that's our our time that we make sure that we dedicate that to our family too.
0: Okay, so what do you think's the toughest part about being a coach's wife? I'm gonna kinda steal some of your answer. I'm guessing it's gotta be hard to raise some children pretty far away from home.
1: You know, yes, that that definitely is, you know, when you're away from family and friends. Um it's a little bit different for me because I think with being a military kid and, you know, moving around a lot, I think I've had, you know, to kind of Um, you know, just learn to reach out, and I think that that's enabled me to be additionally social, and I tend to make friends very quickly, and so I kind of build my tribe um, wherever we go, and I think that's very important to reach out and, you know, get to know people in the community, but you know what? My my brother is also a Black Hawk pilot in the military currently, and I I feel like I've seen, you know, him miss many things um, with his children, and he doesn't come home at night, and so for me, sometimes when it gets difficult Um, I know this probably isn't an easy answer, but I just feel like at least my husband is coming home at night, even though it may be the end of the night, (laughs) but um, at least he's coming home, you know, and and he's not going to be gone for a year at a time. So I feel like that, you know, that kind of helps me get through it to think about maybe others that, that aren't as fortunate to have their husbands at least come home at night.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. That's a very good point. We were just at um, a university in Clarksville, Tennessee, and we were near a military base. And it was the first time I'd ever lived near a military base. And it really opened my eyes because you can get, you know, to thinking your way or what you've been enduring is tough, but military wives go through some excruciating things for sure and their husbands are, you know, continents away. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult. I've seen,
1: you know, I've seen it firsthand and, um, you know, I, and that's, I think that's another reason why it's at times I feel like it's not, it's not easier for me by any means, but I feel like I have a little bit of an understanding as to, you know, okay, this is what my husband has to do. And this is, This is his job, you know, this, and I feel like that's another um, hard point with what our husbands do is that, you know, we have to make sure that our tribe around us truly understands what they do, because a lot of times, you know, your friends or your family might not understand, oh, well why is he working such long hours? Football season is over. Or, you know, they may think he just shows up for the game on Saturday nights. But, you know, just making sure I educate them on really what goes into this process. And at times, I think that we have to remind ourselves what going, what actually goes into this process, you know, Um, that, you know, it makes it, it makes it a little easier to kind of break it down and think about those things.
0: You guys have some traditions after wins or ways you get over losses. I know you mentioned Thursday night's kind of your family date night are there other things you guys put in place you know with kids we try
1: (laughs) I'm sure you do this as
0: well but you know you would obviously like to go out and you know
1: have a celebration um, drink or something here and there after a win but usually after a win I'm just going to be honest my coach likes to come home and start watching the film regardless of a win or a loss and so at times we're just having a celebration drink together and I'm honestly watching film next to him so that's kind of what we do.
0: I mean, wow. Coach's wife life right there. <laughs> We're going to watch film together after the game. That's, wow. that's what
1: we do. He wants to immediately break it down, and it's on his mind. So, you know. I mean,
0: you win the award right there. That's next level stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope Coach Ergel is not listening this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's taking notes. He's taking Oh, notes.
0: no. I think my Saturday nights <laughs> are about to change. Right away, huh? <laughs> either way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean it's usually either way, you know, he just wants to start right down and just start breaking it down and, you know, on to the next
0: There's a lot of pressure being a head coach's wife. And I was a head coach's wife at a prior university and you don't think about it until you're in that role. I mean you try, but it's it's different. Do you feel like it's different? It is. You know, I, I do feel like, you know, it is
1: different. Um, you know, I mean you're especially at an only NCAA international school. I mean, there's a lot, you know, to be said for that. And so I feel like, you know, in the community you are known. So, um, yeah, I do feel like there is, there is some pressure, you know, and kind of eyes on you at times.
0: What are a handful of things you try to remind Coach Ford of during the highs and lows of coaching college football?
1: I'll just try to remind him, you know, exactly where he came from. I mean, when we first met, you know, he told me he had this dream and, you know, I, I just, I, I could see it in his eyes and I could see how much this is truly what he wanted to do. This wasn't just something that he was thinking about today. And, you know, um, two, two months later, he wanted to try something else. I could truly see this is what he wanted to do. And I mean, since we first got together, it was, you know, I mean, he was barely making $500 a month. So I knew, like, hey, you're, you're a guy with a master's degree. I know this is truly what you want to do. You could be out there doing whatever you want to do with that degree. But, you know, I just try to remind him of that, you know, and then, you know, the other thing is, is our saying is Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm -hmm. We say that a lot to each other, you know, when, when there's frustrations of, you know, oh, I wish this was, you know, moving along a little faster as everyone does, but, you know, rebuilding takes a while and I feel like that he's, he's good at that and he's proven that and I feel like that hopefully we can do that here.
0: What are some of the ways that you enjoy supporting the wives on your staff?
1: So, anytime that we are first initially at a new place, I make sure to get all of their contact information, find out who they are, you know, see if they obviously have children. Um, and I just reach out to them. I personally reach out by a Facebook messenger, by a text, try to get their phone number, try to call them, just reaching out, let them know, saying hi, introducing myself, letting them know who I am, um, and just basically letting them know hey, I'm here if you need anything, because a lot of times, I am at the place that we are at before the wives and the girlfriends come in as we bring in the new staff sometimes. So, you know, I make sure to let them know, hey, I'm here already. If I can help you in any way, find a place, even if it's as simple as finding a gym, you know, if you want me to watch your kids while you're unpacking, if you want us to have play dates, you know, just anything that I can to try to make sure that they feel, you know, like they've got somebody here because I know how it is to kind of feel alone. And I, I want them to know that, you know, we're here for them as well. I was going to add to that. You know, some of the ways I I try to also make sure that everyone feels welcome, not only just you know the wives of the staff, but um, actually the coaching staff as well. I mean, during season they're putting in so many hours, including Sundays. And Sundays in our family, and I'm, I'm sure in many families, is a very important day. Um, and I, I just believe that you know it's it's important to get together and at least have a family dinner on Sunday. And since we can't actually be with um, you know Our husband's on Sunday because they decide to meet on Sunday night um, and during Sunday the entire day, actually. So they meet and they're they're not with us for Sunday dinner. So what I've done as head coach's wife for tradition is just I cook a meal. I cook an entire meal and I take it up to the office. And sometimes, you know, my kids will eat with, you know, the coaching staff and sometimes we'll just drop it off depending on the time. But I just feel like if they're not going to be with their family, I want to make sure that they feel like they are family. Um, And they get to have a good meal together, Sunday together. So that's, that's just a tradition that I've tried to start wherever we're at.
0: That's pretty impressive. You cook the entire thing pretty much by yourself.
1: Yeah, I do. I, I love to cook and it's very hard to cook for only one person during football season. So I enjoy the Sundays when I get to actually cook for more than just myself.
0: <laughs> what are some of the favorite
1: things you make? Um, you know, I have a taco chili. That's one of my favorites because during fall season, I don't think you can go wrong with any type of chili, but that's one of my favorites that I make. Sounds amazing.
0: I'll have to get that recipe for sure. Do you have a mentor in this business? You know, I've actually known a lot, a lot you being one included, um,
1: but I've known a lot of inspirational women, that, you know, their husbands are in this career. I think that, you know, it's just, it only makes you stronger to see those women being strong, especially in times um, that are not easy in their lives, that other things are happening besides just what's happening on the football field. I think it's very inspirational to see how strong those women are and, and how close their family stays and even even how closer they are afterwards. So, I just feel like I've had, I've had quite a few of them. There's been, you know, there's been a couple that stand out, but um, I just feel like I just continue to make those and and I'm very, I'm very excited to to continue to make more of those.
0: What are some ways you enjoy reaching out to Thomas's players? So like I said, I mean, we're we're always up at the field. I feel
1: like with the kids, you know, sometimes that's the only chance that they get to see their dad. So I feel like we're always up there Um, you know, and and with the players, just trying to, trying to make sure that, you know, after a game, if we see them, that we make sure that they know, hey, you know, we saw you doing, doing a good job and thanks for putting in the effort. And, you know, you guys are a part of this, you know, change of culture up here and just making them feel like, you know, that they're a part of the family as well.
0: Do you have like a standing date? I mean, the season gets really long. So I'm hearing Thursdays, uh, you're watching football after on Saturdays, but do you ever sneak away for maybe a lunch date at all?
1: I have found a couple of people that I do um, trust to have sitters. And, you know, we're kind of old at heart. We like to just go to dinner and a movie sometimes. And, you know, I mean, we just we, we need to go see that new Avengers movie that's on our list right now. The Rise of the Phoenix, I think it's called. So that's something we're excited to go see as, as old phobies over here.
0: <laughs> uh, we're talking about us being old. You know what I'm excited about is Toy Story 4. I keep saying I want to go see that. And I'm not, I, I keep saying, Zoe,
1: don't you want to go see that? Don't you? Don't you want to see that?
0: <laughs> I am so into this movie. I can't even wait. To, I thought this better have a good ending. <laughs> the spork.
1: We have to see the spork.
0: I Yes. Where did that come from? And there's like this bunny thing. I mean, how is this going to play? I, I don't know. They better put a good ending because I feel like my childhood and then my, I had younger siblings and they came up through Toy Story. So uh, that's the one that's there's a lot riding it. on it. There's a lot riding on it. They better yeah. give me closure, they better do this right. <laughs> so, I think that we do a lot as coaches' wives. We is there something that you think would be surprising to the average fan of the, of tasks that we handle? Maybe there's something a little bit different up there that you have to handle that we wouldn't think about here. Um, you know, I would just say, you know, it's just
1: it's not your nine to five job. I mean, it's just, we just always have to handle everything as far as the children go, as far as the house go. Um, here for me, you know, it's just making sure that, you know, especially like whenever I went to go and roll Zoe in kindergarten, I had to go and actually, you know, get her approved first. And we have to make sure that everything stays current on, on our workplaces and our, our, um, you know, temporary residencies and things. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit, you know, I feel like we're, we're doing admin, we do housework, we do kids, we do, we do just about everything, um, during the football season and, and when it's not football season.
0: I feel like you need to have your house as like, you know, like a timeshare for other people to take a- like <laughs> You said you're in the middle of the mountains on your back deck. That sounds pretty amazing. Do you have any downtime? Well, you're welcome. Anytime. It? Yeah, we well, don't say that. I might come. I do. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. You you should. Um. Yeah. You know, I do, and I feel like that's that's important, and I and I have to remind myself of that too. I'm one that, you know, and I'm sure a lot of moms are this way. But you know, even when I'm out shopping by myself on my me time, I'm shopping for my children or my husband something cute instead of myself. But yeah, I feel like I I do need to take more you know me time, whether that's just you know browsing at a store by myself or you know, going for a bite to eat or anything, but um, yeah, I try to, I try to have girls night, you know, I've made some some amazing friends here, and um, you know, they've been a great, great core group of friends for me, and it's been really fun just to get to know different people.
0: I can tell this in your voice that you really are enjoying it. life there. There's a lot that they have to offer there. I'm excited for you. What do you think are some of the most rewarding aspects to being a coach's wife?
1: I would say, you know, just seeing everything come to where your husband has dreamed it would be. And I know that seems kind of corny, but it's, it's very true. I mean, you see him work so hard for this end goal. And not only just for him, but you just start to see how it really changes lives. And, you know, I mean, when I look back at at some of these players that have played for Thomas, I mean, some of them are coaching for him. Some of them have been coaches for him, you know, and just seeing their, their path and their future. And I've watched them, you know, not have girlfriends and have fiancés and get married and have children. And it, I feel like it, it is this continuous family that, you know, you continue to create and just, you get to see everybody evolve. And I think that's the best part about life is you really just get to enjoy what you're doing and you get to see what you're doing play out.
0: Love it. Okay. Are you ready for your rapid fire questions? Oh gosh. Those are on the back.
1: Okay, here we go. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> These are my favorite. Okay. What's the last book you have read?
1: All right. I'll be honest. It's one of the Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Coach surprises you and walks in the door with concert. <laughs> what would be printed on that ticket?
1: If we went to a concert, um, something
0: reggae. It would have to be reggae. Okay. All right. I did not expect that. Everyone <laughs> has a few things that need replacing around your, probably not you. This question probably is not applicable to you at all. If anybody has followed your social media accounts, You are an impeccable dresser. I'm like, what should I wear today? I don't know. Let's just Google what Shannon Ford wore last week. Oh, no, I don't have that because it's way too trendy. I love it. Okay. Do you have anything? What's the (laughs) ugliest thing you own? Do you have anything ugly in your wardrobe, in your garage, something?
1: Oh, my gosh, in my wardrobe, yes. I feel like I wear out my gym clothes. Like, I literally feel like I go to the gym and I already have sweaty pits and I just need to make sure that I get new. Clothes, but I'm like, I can't tell myself to spend $80 on Lululemon because they're just gonna get sweaty. So, why would I do that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, they get gross. Okay, don't go to her gym. All right, if you could have dinner with someone <laughs> other than a family member, current or from history, who would that be? Uh, my husband, I never get that. So, why not? Uh, wait, other than a family member. Oh, okay. okay. Um. Gosh, I don't know. These are hard, Kristen. These are hard. That's what makes it interesting. I know.
1: I feel like I feel like we're on what? What is that show where they do like the time dating? What is that? Like, where they're going back and forth? <laughs> You're getting oh, to know me.
0: Yes, I know. You, did, you trying- didn't like my first two
1: answers. You're like <laughs> <laughs> next person. <laughs> You're like move on over, sister. Bring the next gal around. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, this is hysterical. Did you say it's a great reggae? I love your honesty. Okay, you get a night alone. What would you binge watch? Bachelorette. Okay, you lock your keys in your car. Your husband's at practice. Who's the first person you would call? Honestly, I would Google a locksmith. That's the fastest way. <laughs> See, you resolve issues, don't you? You don't call somebody up and whine about it. Yeah. You just get it done. No. Yeah. This is me. I'd be because like, whoever I call, their husband's probably going to be at work. So right? you know, yeah, just, you just call a locksmith. Exactly. Okay. If your husband wasn't a coach, what would he be? I honestly feel like my husband would be in politics. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I
1: do. I really do. I feel like he has a, a lot of uh, strong beliefs and He's very good at speaking in front of others and he's very good about listening and uh, taking in, you know, just different views on things. And, you know, I, I just, he, he's very worldly. So I, I feel like he, he definitely would be in some, some type of politics.
0: Ooh, what a fascinating answer. Okay. So what sport can you beat coach Thomas at? What sport could I not know? <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would
1: probably have to say, um, I could, I I don't think I could beat him in a race. No, he definitely probably would still beat me in that, but I don't know. I I probably could beat him in some hoops. I'm pretty sure I've beat him a couple times when we played horse or pig. Um, I, I I know I could beat him in a game of miniature golf. I kind of got, got a mean miniature golf in me.
0: Nice. You're the, you're definitely the athlete. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) There's nothing I can be Coach jurgled Okay. If your family had a theme song, what would that be?
1: Well, It's very funny because ever since The Incredibles came out, my daughter like loves that little movie. And so she always tells everybody that her dad is Mr. Incredible. So I kind of feel like it would have to be from that movie.
0: I love that. I love that. She tells everybody her dad is Mr. Incredible? Said,
1: yeah. Or the first like I don't know it was like the first couple months after she watched everybody she
0: would meet she'd be like my dad's Mr. Incredible <sighs> that is <laughs> that is precious that is absolutely precious <laughs> Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Shannon, for being with us. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. and I'm honored that you had me on today. Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Life podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.